Week two is here for Sun Devils football, and we're here to preview that game against Oklahoma State tomorrow, 9 and 10 p.m. on this edition of Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you all for tuning in wherever you get your podcast, making us your first listen of the day. And a special shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and a podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off of your first purchase. It's game day. Game day is upon us. Well, I mean, this is coming out on a Friday, but, you know, game day's here. ASU is getting ready to kick off against their first Power 5 team of the year against a future conference rival in Oklahoma State. Now, the Cowboys beat ASU last year when they played in Stillwater. This year, the game is home for Arizona State. It's in Tempe. We are trying to activate the Valley because it's a blackout game. Get everybody excited. If you're not going to the game, you should go to the game. uh, Show your support. Have a good time with the Sun Devils and all the crazy fans that are out there. With that being said, we got a lot to preview. Just like last week, we're going to take a look at the offensive and defensive side of the football for Arizona State. We're going to take a look at a handful of players to watch for the Cowboys. And then we've got some bold predictions and a score prediction, which I know is what you guys are most excited about. So without further ado, let's take a look at the offensive side of the football first and foremost. Now, the biggest story for the whole year is going to be Jaden Rashada. So naturally, our eyes are going to be focused on number five under center, but More than anything, you just want to see what he took from his first collegiate game and now moving forward for the Sun Devils. Now, he had a really rock-solid game last week. He threw two touchdowns. He didn't didn't throw any turnovers, but he also was completing under 60% of his passes. Some of the balls were sailing on him deep. It wasn't necessarily his best game, but he played a clean game. So what you're looking for now is to see how does he build upon that? How How is the accuracy starting to look? Is it going to be a little bit better? How's the deep ball look? Is it going to be more accurate? How many shots are they going to take? There's there's a lot to focus on here with Jaden Rashada. And that's what the main focus is going to be on this game. Like I said, this is going to be the case every week because it's a freshman quarterback who's a four-star. It's going to be the case every week. But this week, what you're specifically looking for is to see the progression moving forward. You're not necessarily hoping that Rashada turns into a Heisman guy this week. You're not even really, you shouldn't be expecting at least, that Rashada is going to come in and instantly be like capable of winning these kind of games. Like odds are ASU loses this game. It It is what it is. Even if they lose, you just want to see that Rashada's composure is taking steps forward. And you want to see that he's becoming the dude. That's the biggest thing you're looking for. 
not necessarily him to win this game or blow out Oklahoma State. You just want to see that he's taking steps forward from where he was last week against Southern Utah. The next thing is I'm really excited to see this offense in full force because last week you had missed Elijah Badger for the first half of the game. And then in the second half of the game, you didn't have Jalen Conyers. You were not at full force for any of the time that was on the field. Now you will be. Badger's back. Conyers is back. Scadaboo looked great. Guillory looked great. There's great upside from some of the other guys as well. Between those four alone, though, between Badger, Conyers, Guillory, and Scadaboo, this offense should have as high a ceiling as we've seen in the last several years for the Sun Devils. They could seriously be well, well in the top half of the Pac-12, maybe even flirting a little bit higher. I'll hold my horses for now, but they seriously got that upside and that potential. I'm excited to see them. For the first time this year, you're going to see these four guys get to play with each other for a full 60 minutes. You're going to see some of the other guys get opportunities as well. It's just flat out going to be a really fun offense to watch. And with Kenny Dillingham and Bo Baldwin getting ready to call the shots for this game, who knows what we're going to be able to see. But absolutely have my eyes focused on the offense in this game and just the overall product that they're going to give you because everybody should be out there. And then I round out the offense with, you know, the run game. How is the run game going to build upon what it did last week? Because last week it was dominant. They had 135 rushing yards and a flat four yards per carry. But I mean, if you took away Jaden Rashada's three carries for two yards, they're in the mid force for carries. They had a touchdown, could have had a second touchdown. Like they did everything right between Cameron Scadaboo and DeCarlos Brooks. Those guys were dynamic. Scadaboo had 71 yards, 4.2 yards per carry. Brooks had 63 yards and 5.3 yards per carry. They were giving Brooks the ball out of a fullback position. Like, they really were just in their bag with what they were doing on the offensive side of the football when it came to the run game. I want to see how that continues because you've got all the weapons to be a team that airs it out, but you've also got these really good running backs that are going to be able to ground and pound and take over this game for you. So how's that going to balance out? More than anything, I just want to see how the run game looks. I'm, I'm curious if ASU is going to be a very run-dependent team to kind of help Rashada ease into it, or if they're going to use it, you know, like a modern offense and really just kind of air it out. Rashada had 31 passing attempts last week compared to if you include, if you don't include his three rushing attempts, it was 31 to 31. So very balanced offense. Curious if that continues to be the case or if that was a factor because of the rain that was coming down. Flipping the side to the defense now, uh, first thing I'm interested in, if there's any stat stuffers. Now, last week, we didn't really have anything too crazy. We just had tackles. There weren't any sacks. There weren't any turnovers. Uh, Jordan Clark had two deflected passes during the game, but that was really about all that we got to see out of this team. We didn't really get to experience anything else. So I'm curious if anybody can, you know, stuff the stat, the box score. That's what it's called. Stuff the box score. Like, Tate Romney tied for the lead in tackles last week with eight. 
if he is going to be having another significant role with the defense, I'm curious if he gets another eight tackles. I'm curious if he flirts with double-digit tackles. Like, could he be this year's Kyle Soley? We'll find out. What about some of the corners? I imagine Oklahoma State's going to want to try to throw the football a little bit. Can we get some more pass deflections? Can we get uh, forced incompletions? Like, what are we going to get out of these guys? Can we get turnovers? What about the sack department? ASU didn't have any sacks last week. Is that going to change this week? I don't really know. But what I am interested in is to see if there will be any stat stuffers this year. Or not this year, for this week. Also want to see who's going to step up for this team. They're they're still looking for the signature player on defense, I suppose is the way I could word it. They've got lots of talented guys. You've got Ro Torrance. You've got Chris Edmonds. You've got BJ Green. You got Clayton Smith. Like there's there are guys here who's going to show up this week. And like, can we can we look at them as guys that are going to be consistently showing up every week? So I'm going to be looking out for that. I'm going to be looking to see who's going to be popping up again. Is it going to be Jordan Clark, number one? Is it going to be Tate Romney, number 24? Is it going to be BJ Green, number 35? There's there's a lot of really quality players here on the defensive side of the football. I want to see who it is that's able to step up the most. Finally, what's your game plan? And when I say game plan, I mean, what are you going to do about these quarterbacks? Now, Oklahoma State had three different quarterbacks come out last week that each attempted at least nine passes with Garrett Rangel. I think I said that right. Gunner Gundy, great name, and Alan Bowman. Between those three guys, they each had at least nine attempts. They combined for 304 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and one sack. I don't know much about these guys. I haven't watched the film. I want to know how they're how they're going to work. Now, Gunnar Gundy had two carries for 20 yards last week, and uh, Garrett Rangel had three carries for 18 yards. So these guys aren't like stuck in the pocket. They can at least break out. I'm not saying they're dual threats, but they at least are willing to get out of the pocket and do something with their legs. So we'll be interesting to see how that works out for them. But I want to see what the Sun Devils do and come out. Are you going to have different game plans for different quarterbacks? Because they're watching the film. I'm not watching the film. They might see stuff that I don't necessarily see or any of us see. So I'm curious how that ends up coming to fruition. Are are they going to have it? First of all, is Oklahoma State going to have different packages for these quarterbacks? And if they do, how will Arizona State respond? That's where my curiosity and my attention is going for this game. I want to see how that all shakes out in terms of how you're going to be game planning for these quarterbacks, because if they all bring something different to the table, then Arizona state might have its hands a little bit full trying to be able to guard these guys consistently and be able to win those matchups. So yeah, really, really interesting to see, but bottom line is I am, I am interested to see how they do this moving forward for this game. Look, guys, if you don't want to choose between hair growth and your health, then you got to try Nutrafol. Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, 
and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated, natural, science-backed ingredients. Their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. Go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair wealth net, their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through the through the whole body wellness. Nutrafol supports healthy hair from within by targeting roots that causes the thinness, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and so much more that affects it. And it works. It's a clinical study that shows 84% of men had improvement in their hair growth after six months taking Nutrafol men's hair growth supplements. So take the first step to visibly healthy hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code Locked On College. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for their healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men and enter the promo code locked on college. That's neutral slash men promo code locked on college. Let's go ahead and hop right back into our conversation. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications because we're giving you daily Arizona State Sun Devils content for free. Next up, we're going to talk about a handful of Oklahoma State Cowboys that I believe you need to watch out for. Now, I reached out to a good friend who is a Oklahoma State fan, God rest their soul, and they gave me a handful of dudes that I need to watch out for, two guys on offense, and then I picked the guy on defense who, if you were here last year for the podcast, you'll recognize who I picked out. But of the three quarterbacks, this person said that Alan Bowman is the guy to watch. Now, Bowman last week, Went 13 of 24 through the air for 80 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, and was sacked once, completing 54.2% of his passes for 3.3 yards per attempt. Like, this isn't necessarily like screaming some kind of like super great quarterback. But from what I'm to understand, Bowman is one of the more talented guys here and he is a senior for what it's worth. He is on his third team in six years. He spent the last two years at Michigan. He is from what I understand, one of the guys to watch. And again, like it's not necessarily just Bowman because you also have Garrett Rangel and you have Gunnar Gundy as well. Like there's there are a lot of guys in this quarterback room that are going to get opportunities, but if one is going to emerge, I have been told that Alan Bowman is the one to look out for. So look out for him. He's got some weapons to throw to. Uh, they got Dazon Stribling. They got Jaden Bray, uh, Brennan Presley, who was playing against uh, Arizona State last year as well. That should be a name that's familiar. Plenty of guys there in the run game. Ollie Gordon II was who was pointed out to me as well. Uh, Gordon II is a sophomore. He's coming off a year where he ran for 308 yards with 5.0 yards per carry. He also rushed for two touchdowns and ran, uh, rushed for two touchdowns and scored two touchdowns as well. So 
he's he's definitely going to be one of the key components of the offense, especially if you consider that you don't really know what you got going on at the quarterback position because if they are rotating through three guys or even if they're sticking with one guy, there's a lot going on here at uh, at quarterback and in the backfield. So Ollie Gordon's going to be someone to rely upon. 6'1", 211-pound guy. Last week, he only carried the ball seven times, but he turned it into 44 yards and a touchdown. He's talented. He also caught two passes for 23 yards. Like He's able to create plays. That's going to be one of the biggest factors here for Arizona State is finding a way to bottle him up. Now, Arizona State did a pretty good job last week against the run. They held Southern Utah under three yards of carry. They did a really, really good job. I'll be interested to see if they can continue that this week. But Ollie Gordon II is absolutely a jump up in talent level compared to what Southern Utah rolled out. So is this run defense really that improved? We're going to find out this week. And then I, of course, had to talk about the guy who was an absolute menace against Arizona State last year. And again, if you listen to this podcast a year ago, you'll know this name. It's Colin Oliver. Oliver is now in his junior year. He is a full-time linebacker at this point at six foot two, 235 pounds. As a freshman, he had 11 and a half sacks, so he was an edge rusher. Last year, does a little more standing up. He only had five sacks. Now coming into this year as like a full-time linebacker for the team, How's he going to be used? Is he going to is he going to rush a lot? Are they going to drop him into coverage? Is he going to be a tackling machine? Where is he going to be making the most impact on the field for the Cowboys? You're going to be looking to figure out what number 30 is going to be doing on that defensive side of the football because he is a supremely talented kid and he's somebody that I feel could be a game wrecker. I don't know, Pokes fans, maybe I'm wrong on that, but from what I've seen from Colin Oliver, I think he's a very quality football player. And knowing that they're going to be able to move him around, really interesting and intriguing to me. But even beyond him, they had five sacks last week. So their their pass rush was able to get to the quarterback, no problem. Nathan Latu had six tackles and a sack and a half for them. Like They have no issue getting after the quarterback. And for a Sun Devils offensive line that you know is a little suspect and looking to figure out what they're going to be able to do. This might not be a great night for Jaden Rashada. Rashada might get beat up a little bit. We're going to find out uh, when, you know, cross that bridge when we get to it. But I will tell you that as of right now, I look at this and I am a little bit worried to see what's going to end up happening with our, with our passing game to see how you counteract what could and should be a very lively pass rush for the Cowboys. Between Colin Oliver and the rest of the guys that are there, I really do think that they could be in for a big night. Hopefully, the Sun Devils have something planned to counteract that, though. And if you guys are looking to get your tickets last second for any event that you're thinking of, then you need to go to Game Time because it's a fast and easy way to buy your tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater, and more near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped about the fun you're going to have. They have flash deals on those last-minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area with images of the seat to make sure that your view is what you want it to be with the lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. You forget about planning months in advance. They have the tickets right up until the day of the event with those aforementioned flash deals. And with the game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, 
game time will credit you 110% of the difference. You get those images of the seat to make sure it's exactly what you expect when you arrive, and you get your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to worry about digging through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And again, wherever you get your podcast, like, subscribe, turn on notifications. Make sure that you tune in this weekend. We will be giving you all of the updates that you possibly need. We got brand new graphics that are going to be coming out on the Twitter. So follow along there as well if you have not already at LO underscore Sun Devils. Time for the fun part of the podcast. Let's let's do our bold predictions and our final score. If you guys are new here, my bold predictions, I do two on offense, two on defense. I try not to shoot for the moon. Sometimes I, I like to throw some stuff in there that's kind of fun, but for the most part, I do my best to not make it egregiously crazy. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say Rashad is going to throw 500 yards and five touchdowns. Could it happen? Sure, it could happen. Will it? More than likely not. And I'm not about to predict that. I would rather try and keep it a little more realistic than that. And then, of course, my final score, you know, pretty pretty cut and dry. Let's go ahead and get into the bold prediction. Starting on the offensive side of the football, we'll go ahead and take a look at Jaden Rashada. I'm saying he has another two-touchdown performance this week for the Sun Devils, and I'm saying that he has another clean game with zero interceptions, zero fumbles, no turnovers for Mr. Rashada. The, he, look, he's got so many weapons. It's like inexcusable to not be able to put up some major points with the guys that he has there. So I'm I'm going to be paying extra close attention to Rashada. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, and as I will repeat and emphasize right now, paying attention to Rashada is going to be near the top of my list for this game. I want to see how he progresses. I want to see how he does with a full arsenal, with Cameron Scadaboon to Carlos Brooks in the backfield, with Jalen Conyers at the tight end position, with Elijah Badger and Xavier Guillory at the wide receiver spot. There's no shortage of talent here. I want to see that he's able to get the best of it. And I do predict him to be able to throw two touchdowns against zero interceptions. My next prediction here, I'm going to have the Sun Devils get two players with 100 scrimmage yards. So not necessarily someone with 100 rushing yards and not necessarily someone with 100 receiving yards, but rather somebody that's going to get 100 combined yards. So if I had to pick, I would probably say Cameron Scadaboo and Xavier Guillory would be my two guys that I would predict 100 yards for, but I really just don't know how it's going to end up shaking out. I wouldn't be surprised if, I, first of all, scrimmage yards, I feel like Scadaboo is a pretty safe bet. He had 112 scrimmage yards last week. I feel like he can definitely do that again. As far as the other guy, I feel like you would need a receiver to go over the century mark, which... To me, it's three guys. It's the three guys we've been talking about, Guillory, Badger, and Conyers. You could have a wild card in there, but I just severely doubt it. I think it could be Guillory. He was just so good last week, and he's going to get a lot less attention compared to what Elijah Badger is going to get, which could reap the benefits. Plus, he's probably the go-to deep threat for this team right now. He's, he's my guy. 
to go over 100 yards if you force me to pick someone. Kind of audibling this, audibling this prediction in here. I didn't have it written down, but not a not a happy prediction. But I think that Rashad is going to get sacked five times. I do think that this pass rush is going to get home. Uh, look, Southern Utah was able to control the line of scrimmage pretty well last week. I have a bad feeling that a much better Oklahoma State pass rush will be able to get home. So, look. I hope it's zero sacks. I'm going to say it's five, and I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. Going to the defensive side of the football, we're also going to get on the board with sacks, and I got us getting not one, not two, but three sacks for the Sun Devils. I don't know how they're going to be distributed, but I'll tell you what I do know is CJ fight on that defensive line is going to be a major impact. It's his debut game. He is the true nose tackle for the team, as at least as close as you're going to get. He's strong. He's disruptive. He is one of the freshman sensations that I've been hyping up all offseason. He is going to dominate. I, I am so beyond excited for number 99. But equally, I believe that a full game from Clayton Smith, who was ejected early last week for a questionable at best targeting penalty, I'm thinking that him being in for the long term hopefully the 60 minutes should be able to yield some more results. Maybe that frees up BJ green more. Maybe that frees up other guys, but I do think the sun devils will finally get on the board in sacks. I have them getting three. And then my last bold prediction, I'm going to say that the defense holds Oklahoma state under 250 passing yards. That is a mighty task because with three different quarterbacks, with three different quarterbacks, Oklahoma state was able to throw for 304 yards. So this is this is not exactly a easy easy task that I have assigned them, but nonetheless, I do think it's possible. Again, it, it's Southern Utah. Take it with a grain of salt. But the pass defense did look pretty good last week, short of a couple big chunk plays that came in the second half when it was a it was a rainstorm. Like they did a really good job tightening up. They got great depth at corner with Roe Torrance, with Ed Woods, Mason Williams, um, D Ford. Like there's, there's lots of guys here that'll be able to match up against what Oklahoma State is going to have. I think that they're going to have a really good game and they're going to be helped by a pass rush that gets three sacks. I think that the Sun Devils defense is going to be able to hold them under 250 passing yards. And now for my prediction for the final score. All off season and when I made my bold my uh season game by game predictions, I took Oklahoma State in this game. But I'm telling you right now, I've changed my mind. ASU showed me quite a bit in last week's three point win. Enough that makes me confident moving forward. Meanwhile, Oklahoma State really struggled and they've got an identity crisis going on at quarterback, whereas ASU does not have that problem. ASU also has significantly better weapons across the board. And if their defense can find a way to step up, I think that they're going to be a shoe in to be much better this week than they were last week. I got ASU winning a close one here. 27-24 is my score prediction. This is going to be a really fun game. If ASU was able to generate some offense, this could be a shootout. But I don't know if ASU is ready to get to that point yet which means their defense is going to need to step up. And they did last week. They only gave up 14 points. You don't include that 
blocked punt. You also have to realize that it was 21 to three at halftime. 20, no, 21 to seven at halftime, excuse me. They had done a really good job short of one drive in the first half. Maybe if the rain isn't pouring down, they're a, a more stout unit. ASU is going to be in this game. And I don't think I'm alone in taking ASU in this game. So I got them in a low-scoring game, 27-24 final, which gives Kenny Dillingham his second win of his career, 2-0, his first Power 5 win against a future Big 12 opponent. And perhaps more importantly, the Sun Devils start the year 2-0 after winning just three games last year. Talk about improvement. This is the improvement that you're talking about and what you want to see. What is your guys' final score prediction? What are your bold predictions? What do you guys think about the players to watch? What are you going to be paying attention to on the offensive and defensive side of the football? Let me know in the comments on YouTube, or you can hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sunnels. That's all that I got for you today, guys. I appreciate you, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. I will see you guys soon. Probably Sunday, I would like to start doing lives after the games and, you know, with those games being done between 10 and... Good gracious. I don't even know where that is. Excuse my house phone. Anyways, for for lives, I would like to do those over the weekend. So that'll be the tentative plan there. But that's all that I got for you guys. Thanks as always for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Till then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Levels.